0: Forever,
1: dog. Brett. Oh yeah, yes. Welcome Hi. to Double
2: Threat. Hi. Hi. Hello. I want to welcome you, Brett Boehm, to Double Threat. Oh it's God. a show
1: that Julie welcome, Klausner and I do. Brett.
0: this
1: is so nice. This is when like you're, you know, standing on the wall at a party where you don't know anybody, and then the hosts, them, their very selves, come up and introduce themselves. And go,
2: or who are you here with? <laughs> Who invited you? Uh, Don't use my of, bathroom. Yeah.
3: Did you do that to my bathroom?
2: More hors for me.
3: you clean out my refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it smells bad.
1: Honestly, I'd do it in a second. I love having a task at a party. Mm-hmm. If I'm at your party, feel free to use me as just unpaid labor. Sure. I love it. I honestly love what if,
3: it. If you were at my party, mm-hmm. if I threw a party and invited everyone I knew, <laughs> would you blanch or blink or flinch if i gave you a bucket of ice and a hammer and i said break this up
1: julie you would you would (laughs) would see the the happiest party goer in history i would you
3: wouldn't you wouldn't (coughs) be like why isn't this an ice pig it's weird that it's a hammer you wouldn't say that
1: the difficulty would be part of the pleasure the the task i would say uh, uh, julie don't even i wouldn't even ask questions i would say i got it i'll figure this out don't even worry and whatever conversation I was in the middle of, if I was, I would just end, I would cut it off mid love midstream it, it. and this get is, to work on that ice. This is good to this know. Is, this is the
2: fire we've been looking for. Finally, this guy woke up, Julie. It's so been... why don't we
3: just tell him it's a party every week? Exactly.
2: That's what we got to do. When we tell him it's a podcast, he's in the back of an Uber, ordering chicken sandwiches, and not working on the program. When we tell him it's a party, he's like, "What, what can I do? What can I do?"
3: he's on that part of the app where you order the sandwich and then it's like underneath the sandwich it's like diet coke pickles yeah. Mm. and then they're like another chicken sandwich like yeah. there's that part where they they are yeah. they're tempting you into impulse buying an entirely second meal yeah. and i will tell you the truth that has absolutely gotten me yeah well, they, in the past oh,
2: other items eh mm.
3: wait, wait are you telling me this menu so to speak
2: potato How chips pr- huh Mm. How do you
3: pronounce that menu
2: menu
3: that it has other food?
2: Yeah. Other food. You say
3: Mm, Hmm. my favorite.
2: Mm, Don't mind if I do. And this will be delivered with the thing I ordered. Right. Like this all comes at the same time.
3: Cut to what do you got for us, Brett.
2: Like this is not a second delivery charge.
3: (laughs) Hmm. What do you got for us, Brett? Yeah.
2: Oh PSAs.
3: well! Wow, you guys yeah. are going to be you're, so excited. You're when too you- mean
1: to Brett. Is that your that is that your that was a pretty spot on impression, Julie. That was was that me? Yeah. Okay, that was that was pretty good actually. I thought I thought that was I thought I'd hit a button. I was playing audio <laughs> to myself. Yeah. What well,
2: can I? Let's do a Brett impressionathon right now, Julie. Uh, okay. You, you go first.
3: Okay. I did. I did it already. No, let me hear it. Oh, like, it here okay. we go. Oh, wow. Well, this is really exciting. This week, we've got all kinds of stuff, including yeah. PSAs. You know them. You love them. Every year at school, the teacher would strap us to our chairs with a couple of cable wires and a belt And we would be forced to watch PSAs. I don't know why they didn't show them to us in the summer. I think that's because we were all working in the coal mines. I'm from the south. And I also want to mention the biggest chicken you ever did see is from my hometown. So we'll be right back.
1: Amazing. That's really good.
3: Thank you. Now,
2: now, now, Brett, stop talking and let Julie do the impression.
3: <laughs> well, you do yours now. Oh,
2: speaking of uh, giant chickens down in Georgia, we have the biggest chicken you've ever seen. And this clip actually has nothing to do with it. It's actually PSAs. Uh, <laughs> so let's watch this. I mean, a lot of times you wonder what would happen if you... Uh, we're, uh, had to, uh, be a, uh, do, uh, with, uh, thing, uh, so, uh, we'll be right back.
3: Brett, let We're Tom both... do the impression already.
1: Stop stalling. So sorry, so sorry, sorry. <clears throat> We're both doing impressions of you that one day. Yeah, and if uh, if you don't know what Tom and Julie are talking about, go back to uh, the episode Anatomy of a Lie. Anatomy of a Lie, I think it's episode uh, 127. Um, Not my finest hour as a producer.
3: I don't think there is a more important... In fact, Brett, can you please look up the day that happened so we can start celebrating it as a holiday?
2: Oh, sure, yeah. That's Double Threat Day. From now on, that's called... (laughs) Double Threat Day. Well, double it's threat a day. national like, holiday. Oh, forever was that hug. when the
3: show premiered? Was it, was it debuted? No. no. No.
2: And on that day, what do you do? You order chicken sandwiches. Like That's what you eat with your family. You order chicken sandwiches from the back of
1: an Uber and watch PSAs. Yes. Uh, oh, that would have been uh, September 15th. September yeah. okay.
3: 15th. This is great. I love this. Mm-hmm. Because there is a world in which I will choose to celebrate Rosh Hashanah or Double Threat Day.
2: Yeah, and September fifteenth, I will choose to either honor my my late father's birthday, or the day Brett didn't have school clips ready and did PSA. I'm gonna. And I think I'm gonna choose know Brett what we're on choosing. this one. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Julie, you know I like to go to Coffee Bean, right?
3: You love coffee bean. I know your order. It's a half scoop of powder. That's right. You know it. Look at that. In a, um, are you doing an almond latte these days?
2: Almond or hazelnut.
1: What is that?
3: What's going on? Brett, are you having friends over? It's
1: okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm having a little get together in the engineering booth. Uh, I'll I'll mute myself. Sorry.
3: What task did they give you?
1: Uh, TBD, but I'm excited to find out clearly uh, not be, muting brett. yourself i'm like hey brett what's going on
2: <clears throat>
3: what the hell is going on Not here not
2: ears, here mom. i told you not to come to the office
3: how did you find hey me?
2: brett you got that money for me <laughs> Not. Uh, I'm, I'm working on it i'm working on it okay look podcasting is it's been weird post-pandemic you know and i, I really didn't think that uh I really didn't think that the Padres would would Padres. Just shut out the Mets like that. Uh hey, that's money though, buddy. Uh
3: <laughs> the idea that in the annals of
2: speaking of our getting show, beat within an inch of your life,
3: Brett gambling Brett's, debts. Whatever happened to Brett, he lost all of his money betting on the Padres.
2: Yeah. Betting against the Padres.
3: And then a bookie killed him.
2: Think about sports, Julie all the teams like think of the names like the yes like baseball has the dumbest names the red Sox, it's red what Sox. what
3: does the, that mean
2: and then there's the white Sox.
3: but jimmy has those jimmy mm, has those
2: he does have those but then there's a team called the padres it's the dumbest name in all of sports
3: It's is it named after my favorite Smurf, Padre Smurfo?
2: Because then, what is it saying, Padre Smurf? Yes, it is. He plays third base for them now.
1: Papa Smurf, Padre Smurfo. It's named after the Catholic priests that uh, colonized uh, California and wiped out a lot of the indigenous culture there. Sure, yeah,
3: those assholes. So why aren't there the Father Guido Sarducci's? What about the The New York the
2: New York Sarducci's? Yeah.
3: What? Brett. I don't that
1: know, it says this guy's running a freaking haunted house out of there. What's going on? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, we're uh, sort of doing a, making a makeshift haunted house in the engineering booth. I was just testing out yeah. the scary door. Sorry, I'll make sure I'm muted next time. Uh, Julie, just
2: to get back to this coffee bean thing. I go yes. there. There's a coffee bean up the street. Every time I go there, half the guys there look like Joey Fatone. Half the guys there look like Joey Fatone crossed with AJ from... <laughs> Backstreet Boys, and I found out today I got a free drink because I buy the thing. You got the app. Bah, you get bah, a card, bah. or oh, okay. And they give you a free. You get a free beverage, and I they's like, "Hey, you want to use your free beverage?" And I was like, "Well, I want to use it because it might expire next week when I'm in New York to do Double Threat live." Yes! Oh, <clears throat> October twentieth you- and twenty first at the Bell House. Tickets still available for the twenty first by the way uh some exciting news coming with that we have an amazing poster we're going to have for sale at the show designed by
3: Julia Vickerman
2: designed by Julia Vickerman and
1: amazing poster and
3: should I announce the shirt?
1: Yeah, let's run. Th- let's run through. Let's run through what we can announce. There's some yeah. things that we cannot say right now. They're going to be surprises. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can't
3: announce who the guests are because you're honestly, if you're listening to this while you're driving, you will. Dr- I don't even yeah. know what a ravine is, yeah. but you'll drive into a ravine. Yeah, you'll
2: crash your tractor trailer. Because I know truckers listen to this show. Yeah, breaker 10-4, one nine. Breaker you got your nine. ears on. Yeah, I'm listening to new double threat. Come on. Yeah, it seems like Brett ordered a chicken sandwich in the back of the Uber. Come on. So, what we can announce for next week two shows, two, two count them two. One, no tickets available for that show.
3: Too bad.
2: Too bad. You want to see the show on October 20th? You're too late. October 21st, limited tickets available. Both shows are going to be amazing. We're going to have a poster. Designed, by Julia, Designed by Julia Vickerman for sale at the show. We're going to have unique, one-of-a-kind garments.
3: I'm tie-dyeing t-shirts. I'm tie-dyeing double threat t-shirts for mm-hmm. sale. Yes. At the show.
1: Yes. Unbelievable. I'm
3: I'm, I'm my goal is to tie-dye a hundred, but as I say this out loud, I realize I have less than a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take a lot of blue crystal meth
2: the blue stuff is supposed to be very good
3: it is delicious
1: and so i I just want to pause real here and appreciate the 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 magnitude of this i mean because imagine that when you've been to concerts throughout your life when you've been events the amount of money you've thrown you know thrown out for t-shirts for this and that imagine if you went to a concert and they they were saying these these t-shirts were made went to the Lady yes. Gaga concert. And it was like these T-shirts were handmade by Lady it's, Gaga. That yeah, is what we're but, talking about right now. Yeah. that's what we're talking about. Magic. You You're walking to, away with a
2: piece of history. Yeah, thank you. You go to a freaking Oak Ridge Boys show, and they're like, "This, these shirts were tie-dyed by the lunatic with the big beard.
3: <laughs> it's the guy t- tie-dyed them with his own piss.
2: Yeah, he, it's his. Uh, but his that's piss not price. what's
3: going to happen at Arcade. I promise no. you. I use very, very.
2: Very sanitary.
3: Safe, sanitary. To, yes, but I, they are, every shirt will be handmade by me in my atelier. Which
2: Zero is urine. My kitchen. Zero, Zero urine.
0: urine.
3: Urine. Yeah. But you're in luck if you get one mm. because they are unique New York. Unique yes. U- New York.
2: Yes. So New York City, come on out.
1: This is it, baby. Double so Threat live, sleep. and 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 what? The announcements what? What still. And? The announcements keep on coming. We will. We uh, have have announced this what? already at this point. What? But and what? For, for everybody out there who's saying, ah, oh, it sounds like so much fun. Yeah, what? I wish I could. I wish I but I don't, I can't make it to New York. I live in, uh, I live in the, you know, I don't live near New York I li- or maybe you're in, maybe you're, you, you know, you're in LA and you went to our LA show and you had so much fun that you want to relive the magic all over again. Yeah. Well, I've got good news for you. Because we are going to be uh, live streaming the second of the two nights. So that's the, the, the 21st. That's right. We what? are going to be... Uh, make it uh, available. We heard heard your voices on this, mm-hmm. and we are going to uh, make the second uh, show uh, uh, live stream available. You can watch it along with us on Friday night. Uh, you will also have a week. If you, if you buy a ticket to the live stream, you'll have a week to watch it, so you can watch mm-hmm. it multiple times. Yeah. And... If there are, I believe, if there are, is merch left over that is not sold on the night of the uh, show, uh, we're going to make that available for sale to the live stream okay. ticket holders as well. Very um, Absolutely. We're going to yeah. make that available. There's a nice little, uh, we're using the, the, there's a company Moment that is doing the live stream for us, a great company, and they have a little merch option. Mm-hmm. So I think we can make uh, any unsold merchandise available to live stream ticket holders after okay. we sell it at the show. So we are, this is, there are so many ways to get engaged, to get involved with this, to be a part of this experience. Uh, and it is gonna be an experience for the ages. You don't want to miss it. Uh, the live stream ticket link and the uh physical in-person ticket link are both in the show notes. Click on whichever one applies to you and get those tickets. Love it. Love it. Can't wait
2: to see all of you next week.
3: Tom, this what week. are you gonna Can't do wait to see in- all of you
2: this week?
3: What are you gonna do when you're in New York?
2: <clears throat> oh, first thing I'm gonna do is go visit 9-11. I've heard so much about it. Oh my it.
3: gosh!
2: I just want to get down there and visit it's that and see tongue. what's what. Then I want to see uh, Naked Cowboy.
3: Of course.
2: Then I want to go to uh, Sardis.
3: Mm-hmm. Are you going to... um? And order sardines. Those, those funny caricatures of people from yesteryear.
2: Yeah. I want to see if there's the Georgie Jessel is still on the wall.
3: And we did it. So thank you all for listening. We're done. There it is. The We're done here. Reference. We can't go. We cannot go farther. No. In the can't. reference. Well, well, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Ah! This is what Brett? It's the only one that works. Doing yeah. With the well, with well, the soundboard is. Time ago, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> I have fifty sounds here from Little Orphantore. That's the only yes, one. Yes, but that's that the, the one that
3: comes up because it's your way of. Being passive aggressive against yeah. our ancient What's, references.
1: Exactly. Now that's
2: him lashing out in anger. Brett, uh, is
3: it true that you repurposed your little Lord Fauntleroy outfit for your podcast recently?
1: Uh, I did. Uh, it's 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 proven to be a pretty versatile costume um, there. Uh, so we did um, Suspiria, Dario Argento Suspiria versus the faculty last week, like uh, horror movies that take place in schools. Um, and there is in Suspiria, there is a little, there's a little boy, a nephew Albert, who wears a Fontelroy suit, a, a spot on, flawless Fontelroy suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and um, now uh, I would, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've become something. I'm an expert in that field. Um, and so he has. Uh, a great Fauntleroy suit. He's a, he's an evil little ki- boy, though. He's part of the the witches' coven, uh, which I like. Though it's a little twist on, uh, you know, the uh, actual Lord Fauntleroy, who, as we know, is uh, a kind hearted, um, kind hearted and generous uh, boy. Rich boy, um, yeah. Uh, only later in life, after he had proved his character, and then he a used so- his wealth uh, for good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and somebody actually pointed out to me that um, uh, I was getting tagged uh, today because. Um, uh, you know, I've got a lot of respect for the musician uh, engineer uh, Steve Albini, um, uh, but he had a tweet today where he, in my opinion, misused uh, Little Lord Fauntleroy.
3: Wait, sorry, pause, yeah. time out. T- Steve Albini is tweeting about Little Lord Fauntleroy is the headline, and now we unpack it. Now yeah. we unpack It's not the begin. It's not a clause in a sentence. It is something we must take a breath to acknowledge. Because I know in your head, Brett, people are constantly talking about him.
1: Yeah, this is just sort of every day for me now. Just like what's today in Fauntleroy Fauntleroy News.
3: It's not. That's weird. Right, Tom? Am I crazy?
2: Julie, every time I think this thing couldn't get weirder,
1: it gets weirder.
3: (laughs) What did Steve Albini say? Well, here's the thing, too.
1: You told me, you know, I remember you saying when I was uh, presenting that, like, nobody's talking about Fauntleroy. Nobody's like now Mm. now that it's in now that it's, you know, I'm on the wavelength. I see Fauntleroy stuff everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's suddenly, you know, I think people are actually talking about Fauntleroy a lot more than we think. Uh, And this would be one example of that. And this, of course, uh, originated with the episode in which Tom and Julie asked me to research Little Lord Fauntleroy, uh, that's episode 125, the Little Lord Fauntleroy episode. It, it, what, uh, if I had to guess, what Brett
2: is going to flag is that he missed out on the kindness that Little Lord Fauntleroy had um, and just the st- that Steve Albini
1: wrote him off as just like a f- rich, fancy pants. Speaking of, I almost have that Steve Albini tweet pulled up. If we, all, we, we could all just hold on for one Julie, second. Julie, hold on. He almost has it. Julie, just hang on. I'm not on.
3: going anywhere. The- I'm in- Julie, I'm just hold on.
1: on. If we all just kind of hold, not just, say anything maybe until I find yeah. it. Just sort of hold for. Sure, we'll hold.
0: Okay.
2: So anyway, Julie, I go there. I get a free coffee, a free beverage, and I say to them, "And what if we were to upgrade to the XL on that? Is that still free? And they go, yeah, we'll upgrade it for you. No problem. Look at this thing. Should play the Jaws music on this one. Yeah, <laughs> watch this.
3: <gasps> That's okay. a bucket. That's Look like a big, big gulp.
2: Is. It is. It's like a big gulp filled with, with uh, delicious
3: with coffee bean coffee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are are you gonna? Do you think that you're gonna? Are you gonna finish it?
2: Yeah, I'll finish it. I, I might even. Uh, I'm weird in a certain way. I don't mind. Next day, iced coffee
0: and
3: oh, I don't mind. I I know some
2: people can't stand it.
3: No, 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 no. I I don't mind that at all. I'll put it in the fridge mm-hmm. and then I'll and then I'll skim the water off the top of it like fat off of chicken soup.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, here's that long-awaited Steve Albini tweet.
3: What does he say, Steve Albini? If you're a hateful little shit, a pampered Lord Fauntleroy with a bunch of of comp. Oh, he's t- tweeting about Tucker Carlson. Yeah, so he is
1: doing. I mean, look, the the, the message of the tweet is a good oh. one. He's 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 going after Tucker Carlson, who's just doing his bullshit. <gasps> uh, and so he's he's taking, you know, he's he's attacking Carlson and all the people that would, you know, enjoy his rhetoric. Uh, so I like the general message of this tweet. I support it. I just wish he wouldn't have dragged uh, the the otherwise blameless um, little Lord Fauntleroy into this because mm-hmm. um, he says if you're a, if you're a hateful little shit, a pampered Lord Fauntleroy. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, then you would enjoy this mm-hmm. ex- essentially, um, making, you know, you know, going after the, the privilege, people yeah. who are privileged, and, sure. but, but use that privilege to then yeah. uh, hurt other people. Yeah. You because
2: know. what, what Steve Albini clearly doesn't know is that little Lord Fauntleroy suffered
1: that's right. He grew up uh, poor yeah. uh, in in poor circumstances, but he was he was uh, you know kind to people yeah. around him. And then when he did you know he did win the lottery, he came yeah. into Brett. a lot of money. <clears throat> Julie, uh, it took yes. You got to realize yep.
2: this this little Lord Fauntleroy, he really paid his dues. He wasn't a millionaire until he was seven.
3: <laughs> Brett,
2: yes, those are seven years of not being a millionaire. Seven hard years, seven Seven long, hard years.
3: You know, that's maybe you broke a mirror. That's seven years bad luck. Yeah.
2: What mirror did I break?
3: God, what hall of mirrors (laughs) for me? I must have gone to a fun house with a a a frigging machete and a blindfold. Yeah. Having had some of that blue meth. Yeah. I would have been like.
2: I'm the one who smashes. (laughs) <laughs> the mirrors at the funhouse.
3: Could you do us a favor, please?
1: Oh, for sure. I'd love to. Will
3: you please reply to Steve Albini?
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if. Can you do attachments? I could just attach my PowerPoint. I don't think you can do attachments. Never mind. I
3: don't think you should do that. I think okay. that you should send him Promoted a link to your tweet. music video. Okay. Wait, why do you have a promoted?
1: <clears throat> well, Brett's promoting Scientology these
3: days. The truth about Scientology.
1: I've been dipping a toe into it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think it's ultimately it's a no fine. for me. But uh, take but a
3: class.
1: Now, that's the forever
2: part of forever, dog. Is that you live forever?
3: In a volcano? Yeah. You know what I learned yesterday, and I'm angry. I learned it. What's that? Well, I asked if Darth Vader was a monster.
2: Yeah. Who you? Ask?
3: And I. Who do you think? I never. And I was asked. and I was told
2: your past. He's
3: not a monster. <laughs> Forgive rabbi. me father
2: for I have sinned. It has been 6 months as my last confession. I do have a question is Darth Vader a monster?
3: <laughs> I was told he's not a monster. He's just a head and a torso after after he was in a volcano fight.
2: Yeah, he got in a volcano <laughs> fight. He kind of got in a volcano fight with Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and he got sliced up and, and torched. <clears throat> I am and then,
3: surprised every day when I find out more about Star Wars to see how it, it's even stupider than I thought. Yeah,
2: even somehow they find a new, every time you think you found the floor on it, they're like, oh no, there's another floor below this floor.
3: Not a bad question on my part, right? Is he a monster?
2: Not a bad question at all. Do you know and who then apparently
3: he killed a bunch of children with a lightsaber? Yeah.
2: Oh, there's Order 66. Oh, you don't
3: want to even know. But about Alex that. Jones says he didn't. Get it? Current yeah. events.
2: Yeah. Well, Darth Vader uh has a He didn't actually it's a false flag operation with his lightsaber. Order sixty six is, Alex... is a false flag operation.
3: This is Alex Jones. Yeah. I kind of like him.
2: I like him physically.
3: I like him physically, mentally, and... Spiritually. I also like what he has to say. Yeah. And do I agree with him? Yes.
1: (laughs) Now, Brett... You guys contributing to his, uh, you know, he's got he's got to pay back that billion oh, dollars yeah. now. You no, contributing I, well, to his uh, GoFundMe for that?
3: I'm buying all of his Vita. He sells he. Oh, you know what's interesting? Kind of is he sells what Lucy sold, which is MultiVita Vega Vitamix. On I Love Lucy, mm-hmm. remember when she sold yes. that stuff? Yes, that's what he sells on his website. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna buy a big that's bottle.
2: That's great. I would love to see Alex Jones do the conveyor belt bit. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Him
3: only with dog shit instead and, of yeah, chocolates like yeah. he's divine. Him and He's like, I'm gonna out divine divine.
2: Him and Gavin. Yeah. Um
3: wait, so do you think Brett tweeting Steve Albini is a good idea? I
2: do. I do. Just say
3: Actually Agree with the message.
2: Girl- like agree with the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're off yeah. base, little Lord Fauntleroy was not was a good guy. Great.
3: Here, here, here's a music video I made about him. Will you produce the album? Mm. Yes or no. If you don't answer yeah. no in the next 10 seconds, that means yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, sorry. Let me get this uh, verbatim because I want it to work. Um, so I've got Steve Albini here. Oh, one second, sorry.
3: I, I also know. like that Steve Albini called him Lord Fonteroy and not Little Lord Fonteroy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, maybe he's talking about somebody else.
3: Yeah, he probably.
1: probably is. Yeah, he probably was. <laughs> oh,
2: we gotta figure something out,
1: Julie. All right, agree <laughs> with the message, Julie. We gotta figure
3: something I, out. I don't. I'm at a loss. I'm in the give it up phase, and I'm <laughs> loving it.
2: What are we gonna do?
3: I, nothing. Nothing.
2: When this show started, this guy yeah. wasn't on Twitter. Just think about that. When this yeah, show it is, started, it is weird. He wasn't on Twitter, and now he's dressing up like Little Lord Fauntleroy, arguing with the guy that that mm-hmm. that engineered uh, in utero.
3: Yeah,
2: he's the guy who, who is in Big Black. This is the guy he's arguing with the singer of Big Black.
1: Yeah, they could do a yeah. songs about effing uh, uh, part two, but it's songs about uh, Fauntleroy ing. Sure, sure they could. They they could, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Now look at him. I can't. I can't do it. No, we gotta
1: figure something out. Agree with the message. Hmm. Um. Could
3: you could you put it on screen so oh, we can see?
1: Yeah. One second. Sorry. The other day at
2: the office here, I said to Brett, "I have a big question for you." It's important. He was in the middle of something. This is not a joke. I put everything aside. He was in the middle of something, and I said, Soko smashed up to China because you messed up his lunch. Drop kicked his assistant instead of throwing a punch. What a guy. Sometimes pigs get out of line and no one's spared. Um, And I couldn't remember... When old AB's on patrol, kids yep. hide in the hidey hole. I couldn't remember the next line after that. And Brett just goes, immediately, he just goes, we're going to need all the Titleist golf balls we can get. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, this language, like, I so know. familiar. He's like, oh, no, I know. it's You're going to need yeah. all the Titleist golf balls we can get. And I was like, and then all the new arrivals, Dad's hiding out watching Barry's got homogeneity of tone. Yes. But it was so casual how he mm-hmm. he answered my question
3: that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. It's like twin language
1: oh yeah how how could I ever forget uh, uh the lyrics to Mr baldwin Vadier, uh the song that you came up with uh to the tune of Mr. Belvedere uh about Alec Baldwin that was back in the uh that was in the John gabbers and Adam pally episode episode one seventeen uh and it was a really cool moment between uh Tom and me uh, people were gathering around in the hallway, stopping what they were doing just to listen to us uh, harmonize.
2: Yeah, they really crowded around and it really was, uh, it was amazing. Well, you were
3: also probably dressed like Raquel Welch in 1,000 Years B.C. Mm -hmm. or something at the time. (laughs) They were all staring at me. I love
2: that Brett will come in in literally a fur loincloth and then Joe will come in with a lollipop (laughs) and be like, yeah, this is my costume. A lollipop. It's the French Connection. I, would, I got a lollipop. Be what like, if it's,
3: what? What if you do Myra Breckenridge and you're in that American flag? Oh, That's amazing. Yes. Could it's you great. That imagine? That would be incredible, Brett.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, I I, I can't pull up uh, my Twitter on the desktop for some reason. But if you tell me what to tweet at Steve Albini, I'll, I'll tweet on my phone and then I'll show you. Love the sentiment. Great. Love the sentiment.
3: Small bone to pick.
1: Small bone to pick. Little. L.L.F.
3: He's not going to know what that means. I think he needs to spell out. Or or just maybe just Fauntleroy.
2: Fauntleroy was a kind soul Mm -hmm. who helped the needy. Mm -hmm. Good. Is that it? Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah.
3: Should we say like Tucker Carlson is like a P.O.S. or he already knows we're on the same side.
1: Yeah, I think love the sentiment. You know, love the mm-hmm. sentiment. Um,
3: Tucker, Tucker sucks and fucks. What was that movie? Oh, Chuck and Buck. Yikes. Oh.
2: That movie was a big old
3: yikes. And then he wrote School of Rock.
2: Yeah. I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about Chuck and Buck these days.
3: Well, that's why I'm still in your life, in case you were w- wondering. Yeah. Why do I keep? That Klausner girl around.
1: You ever see Chuck and Buck, Brett? Um, yeah, I believe so. I believe. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm you'd a, know if you saw it. Yeah, I have a memory of of uh, uh, renting it from Blockbuster in high school. I have mm-hmm. a memory of that, yeah. yeah. Mike White right, is in it. and uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chuck and Buck. Who's the other fella in that? Was that a Duplass?
3: I don't think the Duplasses were around yet
1: that's my favorite rammstein song duplass oh you know that was one of the uh, uh, whites brothers one of the uh, that's american was. pie directors that's yeah. right it was one of the whites brothers who
3: oh. were the proto
1: duplasses
3: the Whites.
1: yeah i've got to love the sentiment this guy's the worst a small bone to pick fauntleroy was a kind soul who helped the needy uh, and then I put, uh, so keep his name out of your mouth next time. Well, no, that's don't start a that's fight aggressive. with oh, okay. Steve
3: Albini. All
1: right, sorry about that.
2: P.S. Love shellac. Be nice.
3: Be nice. Be nice. Be nice.
2: P.S. We L- don't.
3: We love don't want shellac. him to, because then I'll see double thread is in your bio. I will think that we yeah. don't like him.
1: Yeah. I didn't think that was didn't think that was necessarily a fight starter. It could have been a uh, just a uh, oh thanks for the thanks for the heads up. Yeah, I won't uh, make that mistake again. Yeah, yeah. that take. Generally, when you tell somebody
2: to take anything <laughs> out of their mouth, that's yeah. them's fighting words, Brett.
3: Right. Ask Will Smith. Yeah. Remember? The slap. Man. Was that this year? It was. Wow. I hate to be one of those people that's like, the summer is going by so quickly, or I can't believe no. that was this year, but I cannot believe mm-hmm. that was this year. Yeah. Um, sorry, Brett. Without the <laughs> without the name out of your mouth thing, mm-hmm. is is it possible for you to just say, "Check out my music video if you dare"?
1: Uh sure, yeah, yeah.
3: Check oh, out my that. music video about LLF yeah. if you dare. P.S. Love. Shulak. Wow,
2: and he's gonna okay. just think, he's gonna think, I tweeted about Little Lord Fauntleroy, and though I didn't even like at it, or hashtag it, Mm -hmm. this dude is searching Fauntleroy on Twitter (laughs) to see who's tweeting about him.
3: Brett, will you set up a search for Fauntleroy on Twitter if you don't have one yet?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, that's been running. No, he's probably got Google Alerts set up and everything.
3: Google Alert, Google Alert. Google exists. Yeah. It arr, is a search engine.
2: Arr, arr. Someone wrote about Little Lord Falderoy.
3: All of his lights go on and off just yeah. in case he has his headphones on. He sets it up for his house to be a smart house. Yeah. I don't have a smart home. My home is so dumb. <laughs> I have this freaking light bulb. My I have a lamp next to my bed Mm -hmm. i know must be nice
2: no that's pretty fancy um
3: i turned it on the other day and it did that thing where it's like i'm on i'm off like i just used that last bit of energy to like kill Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and i thought to myself i said self this is stupid Every time a light bulb goes out, I always think like, "How many Jewish princesses does it take to screw uh-huh. in a light bulb?" Is that <laughs> like because I wish somebody else would do it? Mm-hmm. And that night, I'll tell you what happened. What's that? Slept on the other side of the bed. It's like I'm not dealing with this tonight. I hear you. I don't need it. Yeah. I just I call the shots.
2: You do. You're the one who calls the shots.
3: I was like, no light bulbs is going to tell me what I do chore wise today.
2: Yeah. No. You're not here to get shoved around by some light bulb.
3: No, I said I'll do without.
1: <laughs> Brett. Yes. You got just, any clips for us? Today? Oh, I do. Yeah. Let me just uh, send this. Uh, this is I, the longest tweet I've ever heard in my there life. There it goes. There it goes. Just wanted to do a couple rounds of proofreading on it, but I, I like the way it's looking and now it's out there. Proofreading the...
3: his tweets. You didn't write anything more incendiary, did you? No, no, no. It's very,
1: oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's um, uh, conciliatory. I think. Ah, good. I'm glad to hear. It's going to build some bridges, mm-hmm. and we may get I I don't know, maybe a little collab in the works. We'll see. Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe
1: get a. Uh,
2: maybe get a little more Fonteroy, do a version of uh, Jordan Minnesota if we're lucky This is Double Threat and we watch clips and talk about fun things and
3: we keep you company we because you. we know that the voices in your head are 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 not as kind as our voices which are kind voices yes these because are kind. tom and i are the best of friends
2: mm-hmm. yes it's like cider house rules up in this piece good evening young you champions of... and whatever they said
3: you... yeah what is he he's like he's like i'm michael kane and yeah. i'd like to say have a good night you little lord of london how That movie goes, what's it about? I don't know what that movie is about.
2: It's about a cider house, I believe.
3: They drink a lot of apple cider vinegar.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, Hmm. it's uh, it's the story of Dr. Bronner.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: it's the origin story of Dr. Bronner.
3: Dr. Bronner, give me some soap. (laughs) have you ever read that screed that's on the side of one of his soap i have a bottle of it in my in my uh my powder room i have Mm -hmm. never have you ever read it
2: no i uh i don't feel like reading spending three (laughs) hours reading a bottle
3: it's the smallest
2: type i've ever seen in my life
3: I like, I feel like there might be some hidden. Mm. Mm.
2: No? What about this? Julie and the Bronner factory.
3: Oh, keep going.
2: There's five golden tickets in <gasps> Dr. Bronner. Dr. Bronner's gonna retire. And he wants the soap factory. Yes. To be run by by a worthy. Uh,
3: Someone pure of heart.
2: Yes, somebody pure of heart. And then you get a soap bottle and the ticket oh, is it, in there.
3: What if it's a bar of soap so that you that's open perfect. it and the ticket's yeah. in it like in the chocolate?
2: Yeah, I think that's how it should be.
3: <gasps> this is such a good idea. Yeah. And it's me. And then I scope out this like Charlie slash little Lord Fauntleroy looking character. Yeah. And I know he's the one. So I drown him in a thing of shampoo.
2: Immediately just shove him in a vat of shampoo.
3: He's like, glug, glug, glug. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, that's right. Get clean. You're real clean now.
2: Clean those insides
3: out. Well, how are the other children going to die besides drowning in soap? In other words, slipping. Roald Dahl was good at being creative for the,
2: One kid out of all slips. kinds of
3: way for the kids to die.
2: One kid slips, bangs their head.
3: Just <laughs> an accident? Yeah. Is a slip and fall? A slip Is and there fall, a lawyer yeah. that gets involved?
2: Yeah, a lawyer gets involved.
3: Have you been the subject of a slip and fall at Dr. Browder's <laughs> Soap Factory? If so.
2: Yeah. Call this number. You might be a
3: character in the news. Oh, it's an ad. It's an ad. It's because an ad, if so, yeah. you might be a character in the new hit movie written by Tom Shopping called Julie and the Soap Factories. Yeah.
2: yeah, I love it. We're already off On, to the races.
3: What are the other kids? How do the other kids die?
2: Let's think. One well, kid gets their mouth washed soap? out with soap.
3: Yeah, like one's just like cocksucker, motherfucker. Like Yeah. Yeah, C- yeah like shit, a like a bitch, Frank Booth. Like, like,
2: like there's like a Frank Booth type kid.
3: Yes, he's like, mommy wants to fuck. Yeah. Oh, and he takes his mask. Mm-hmm. And the mask is full of bubbles. Oh, there could be something with the bubbles. Like in that stupid how grandpa wanted to touch the bubbles? Yeah. What did Grandpa want to do? He just wanted to fly. Was he eating the bubbles?
2: he was he sucked <laughs> he, he like... look, he's one of these welfare queens, <laughs> Grandpa Joe. This is why trickle down economics is the way to go. So we the, can't have that... these bums draining our our economy like Grandpa but, Joe.
3: There were bubbles though, right.
2: Yes, there they were. were bubbles they were leading co- up to the fan. Okay, so those are bubbles, soap bubbles. Yeah. Fizzy. Yeah, but they'd be soap Fizzy bubbles now. Fizzy lifting drink. Yeah.
3: Right, so they're soap bubbles, and the fan is a lot faster mm-hmm. and a lot sharper.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you can't just, like, put your hands on top of it and push yourself back down when you start belching like a pig. No. Bleah! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, be, this will be—is my favorite part of the movie—is yeah. watching this Ooh. old man
2: bilch. burp. Yeah, over and over. Yeah.
0: Oh
3: my god! What's your favorite part? Of- yeah. <laughs> oh, my favorite part is what I got to watch
2: a ninety-year-old Jack Albertson.
3: <laughs> Jack Albertson—that's his name. Burp, make him—and not just burp, but like that disgusting Forcing thing where you have to watch burps. someone make themselves burp. Oh,
2: yeah, disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is gross as it, it gets.
3: This is gross as it gets. That's so my Dr. favorite Bronner is, movie too. So that river is made out of liquid soap. Mm-hmm. For sure,
2: the river would be made out of out of liquid soap.
3: Is there a girl that is blown up in some way? The way Violet is blown up in some way.
2: I think someone needs to uh, eat too much aloe vera at some point. Yes, like some sort of peppermint or aloe vera accident.
3: Yeah, if they get pep, they get peppermint in their eyes. Go,
2: yeah, yeah. What if they get like the stinging peppermint in their eyes, and then they walk into the a fan, like a really sharp fan? (laughs) What
3: if the fan is just the thing that kills all of them? All of them. They're just
2: fans at all different angles, like really. Aggressive, unprotected giant fans.
3: Yes, there's no streams on top of the <laughs> so Julia, the Dr. Bronner soap factory. Mm-hmm. All the other children, every child besides the one that I push into a vat of soap to drown, yeah. is killed by a fan. Yes, and then at the end, I meet Dr. Bronner, or Dr. Bronner says, You're pure of heart, you get to inherit my fa- my factory. And I said, speaking of fans, I'm a fan of yours. Yeah. And then we make out. Because like he's really that. hot.
2: Yeah.
3: Ooh, let's cast him.
2: He's played by.
3: James Spader from 1989.
2: James Spader from 1989.
3: Yeah, he's got that hair that's like Marky Post hair.
2: hmm
0: <laughs>
3: like
2: Marky that. Post rumored to have had an affair with who? who bill clinton
3: oh really
2: yes it's one of the it was a long time rumor
3: interesting
1: yeah um brett yeah i just realized something what what well i I, this albini reply i am i i am you know i linked him to my music video i said check out my llf video for the full story I'm realizing I took some, I forgot I took some creative liberties with that whole, uh, you know, m- mother relationship. I'm worried now he's going to think that's that's part of the story. No
3: yeah. one's thinking well, that.
2: Well, you should have thought that when you put that in the video. I'm going to quickly clarify.
3: No, should, don't no, don't add a don't. thing. Then he's going to think Brett, we're weird. Brett,
2: he's <sighs> not going to watch it. I just got to
1: tell you, he's not going to watch it. The most Don't important
3: thing it. is that you establish that he's a good boy, right?
1: Yeah, no, that is the most. important. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this isn't a self-serving thing. This is a. Uh, this is uh, just about getting the message out there.
2: Yeah, it's in the service of Little Lord Fauntleroy.
3: Yeah, this is not about any of us. All right, thanks. I appreciate that. About that, him. Yeah, that
1: that's, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Oh man. Well, speaking of celebrities, uh, this is pretty cool. Um, uh, the uh, one of, one of our uh, favorite uh, fast food chains on this podcast, Jersey Mike's. Uh, you probably have seen this already. Jersey Mike's has a new uh, celebrity uh, spokesperson. It's been all over the TV. Every time there's a commercial break, I'm watching baseball playoffs, every single commercial break, I've seen one of these commercials. Uh, this is uh, you, do you not know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what you're you talking, know what I'm talking about. about. Okay,
3: okay, I've seen this. I've seen this online. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. This is very exciting. Jersey Mike's landed Danny DeVito uh, as their celebrity perfect. spokesperson. I mean, this could not be better. Um, there's a couple different commercials. This is the one I've seen the most. Uh, just wanted to play it here real quick for you.
3: And this is such a great marriage of like brand and spokesperson in the way that like no one's elevating e- anything. I think it's just like a perfect. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Tom? It's not like Blake Lively for uh CC's.
2: No, it is a it is a match made in heaven. These two.
3: It's a match made at Jersey Mike's.
2: Yeah, which is heaven.
3: Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you.
1: The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. That's why
3: I bring this. I call it dinner. I thought that show. was a garbage can.
2: Yeah. Look at that sizzle. Yeah. yeah. Number 17 for Danny. Oh,
1: that's mine. Gotta go, Aaron. Grill right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above.
2: Yeah.
3: It's great. It does make me sick.
2: No, the food looks disgusting.
3: I can't believe they have hot subs.
2: Yeah. I mean, it looks like dog food, basically.
3: Yeah, there's dogs watching this that would be like, "Oh, that dog wears glasses."
2: Yeah, there's dogs that would get a jersey, Mike's Sub, put in front of him, and go like, "Man, nah, I'm good."
3: I thought that was. I thought that was great.
2: No, it's a, it's a, it's a great commercial. He's a national treasure, uh, the pride of Asbury Park.
3: Is that where he's from?
2: Yes, he's he's uh, New Jersey. That's awesome. Julie, New Jersey. These are this is who's from New Jersey. Danny DeVito, you type it in, Brett. The you type it in, but don't show it to me. I'm going to name ten famous people from New Jersey. Like famous, say celebrities from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You ready?
1: Do you have a list? I've got a list. Yeah, 52 Jersey-born celebrities. Okay, here one we for go. Each week of the year. Whitney Houston.
2: Meryl Streep.
3: Are you fact checking this, Brett? Uh, Is He's he right going so, so fast. So far? All
2: right, Whitney Check. Whitney Check. Meryl Streep. Meryl Check. Meryl Streep's from Bernardsville. Uh Danny DeVito from Asbury Park. Bruce Springsteen.
3: Well, I would hope so.
2: Yeah, I would too. Be, Frank
1: Sinatra. Be,
3: weird if it were from Marion Bruce
1: Willis. Uh hold on, Frank's yeah, Frank Sinatra, Yep. Bruce Willis. Was that five? Yeah, that's five. Um, oh, wait, they don't have Bruce Willis on here. He's from New Jersey. I guess they had two. They had Bruce Springsteen. They didn't want to double up.
2: Yeah, the name Bruce got very confusing for everybody. Um,
3: yeah, he maybe he didn't meet that, Lord Fauntleroy.
2: Um, the Fugees, Lauren Hill. That's New Jersey. Um, Lauren Hill, check, check.
3: Martha Stewart.
2: Martha Stewart is check. from
1: New Jersey. Yeah. How close are we? We get ten. Uh, that that felt like ten to me. I, yeah. I got each one of them uh, correct.
3: You weren't counting. Thank
1: you. Who's a big one that I missed? He's going too fast. Who's a big one that All I right, missed? All right, let's see. Uh, uh, Nathan Lane. Did not know that. Uh,
3: where where in New Jersey is he from?
1: Jersey City. Wow. Mark Marin, oh. born in New Jersey. Judith Light from Trenton. A very cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Jerry Lewis from Newark.
2: That's Yikes. true. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, born in New Jersey, I believe.
1: This is Paul Rudd from Basaic, but isn't he? He's always rooting he's a for St. those Louis Kansas guy. City he's guys. A, he's,
2: a, he's a Kansas City guy, not St. Louis, Kansas City.
1: Maybe, maybe, born in New might Jersey, might have been born. Okay. yeah, because Marin was born in Jersey City, also. Um, well, this is Jack Nicholson and from Neptune. Yeah, I said Jack Nichols. Oh, I'm sorry. You've yeah. gone so fast. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, it's... Um, yeah. New Peter, Jersey. Peter Dinklage from Morristown. Peter Dinklage, Morristown, 07960. Yeah. Wendy Williams from Asbury Park. There, there you of go. Of
3: course, Wendy Williams. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lil
2: Stephen, Southside Johnny, James Gandolfini went to Rutgers.
1: Oh, Ca- Count Basie from Red Bank. Well, of course, there's the Count, oh, Basie, course, Theater Red the Red Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. Yes, David Copperfield, the, magi- the magician. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty impressive state. It's funny you're doing this. I was doing a similar thing with suburban Atlanta today. I did not. uh mm-hmm. It's a somewhat shorter list, but still pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, you start to run out of gas after uh, Big Boy. Well, I'm doing like it has to be. It had to be from the suburbs. It had to be from Metro Atlanta because okay. Atlanta itself. Oh. Psh, uh, Encyclopedia, huge list. Sure, I had uh, Holly Hunter, mm-hmm. uh, the Black Lips.
3: Where did Holly Hunter grow up?
1: Donald Glover. Uh, Holly Hunter is from uh, Rockdale, which is east of the city. Mm-hmm. Black Lips are from. So is that, that's a
3: Georgia accent when she.
1: Yeah, leans yeah, in? yeah, 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 and uh, suburban Atlanta. Yeah, she's from the East I want that baby.
3: I want that baby. high
1: I mean, I can't say I've ever heard that exactly. It's definitely like a the Holly Hunter version of uh, of, a, right, of a George right. accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: Danny DeVito is so great. Yeah, I rewatched Throw Mama from the train last week. You did with my friend Shane. Yes, it's a really good movie. Yeah, it's a it's. I think it's a great movie mm-hmm. actually. Anne Ramsey gets the Hannibal Lecter treatment, mm-hmm. where she's only on camera for enough time to completely dazzle, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is Danny DeVito and Billy Crystal, who's very good, mm-hmm. and Kim Greist, who should have been cast by Sally Call- as Sally Kellerman, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. Yeah, I really like that movie a lot. I'm going to say, watch it!
2: That's a movie pick from Julie Klausner. That's a movie pick, Klausner's that's my recommendation. Picks. Yeah, throw mama from the train, and and that
3: was Danny DeVito's first movie he directed. I, I think?
2: believe so. Yeah,
3: it's well directed. He mm-hmm. and Sonnenfeld worked well together.
2: Yeah, he's a smart guy.
3: He's great. Jersey Mike's looks disgusting. Yeah. in that ad. Mm-hmm. If you go to Jersey Mike's, at least at least the one thing you have, the one thing you have choice wise once you're there. Don't get a hot sub.
2: Yeah. What are you doing? These Don't hot subs.
3: It. It's dog food. Yeah. They should say cold subs, dog food.
2: Yeah, we have cold subs <laughs> and we have dog <laughs> food also. What
3: if they say raccoon food, dog food?
2: What if, what if they were like, hey, we got cold subs for humans and for animals, we have our hot subs.
3: Or the cold subs after five minutes.
2: Yeah, are for animals also. Yes. And, or you become the animal. If you still oh eat no! One,
3: That's the trick.
2: Yeah, you are kind of an animal if you're eating a Jersey Mike sub after ten minutes.
3: <sighs> what if the only paper I use is a Jersey Mike sub paper for It'd my be stationary amazing. for everything? Yeah. What I if I start just... wrapping things in it? Yeah. You come to my apartment, everything's wrapped up.
2: And what if you're just like, "Dear sirs, I would like to, <laughs> to like," and it's written on Jersey Mike's.
3: No one will take paper me seriously. Yeah. Or they'll take me very seriously. They'll take you
2: very seriously, yeah.
3: Everybody clear out of the building!
1: Hey, Brent. Yes. What do you got for Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we got some other clips coming up here. I wanted to give a quick shout out to the though to the, the the sound engineers, the Foley on that commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys hear at the beginning, you could hear, they put in a sound effect, you could hear him dragging. He's like bringing in a theater chair into Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. and you could hear the theater chair like dragging along the floor of Jersey Mike's. So I thought it was a really uh, effective mm-hmm. sound effect there.
3: I think I was distracted by the sizzling sound. Yeah. Just the, all that hot dog food.
1: Well here listen without us uh, seeing in. Here, see if you can hear that the sound of his chair dragging on the floor.
3: Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling. Hear that? That's extremely yeah. annoying now that I think of it as what it is.
2: I like when he goes, the sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. The spatula.
1: <laughs> Isn't that what he it's says? What One more time let's see.
3: The sizzling. Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. That's why I bring this.
2: The spatula.
3: That the sizzling, is weird. the the
2: in the spatula.
3: The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. Is this is that what it's like, Brett, when you're cooking? Do would you say something like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I do like to call out uh, the sounds and the actions I'm doing, and the, the, <laughs> the sure the thing, the, the tools that I'm using. Um, As
3: you answered, I realized that I, I didn't even have a question. It wasn't even a well phrased question. So that's my fault.
1: No, it's good. No, it's 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 true. It's just um, it's it's kind of part of it. It's part of the pleasure of it. You just um, you know, sort of a whistle while you work, kind of. Uh, right when mentality. you're like, Amy,
3: come in here. Don't miss the sizzling. Yeah, yes. yeah.
1: the chopping. I'm Sandy, the, get I'm,
3: in here. you're I'm about in. to see the, the chopping yeah
2: Sandy, you wanna see the spatula?
3: And then he's like, cats come in here cats no. the spatula and then the cats are like, oh no he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna touch us with that spatula. the sizzling
2: the chop and the spatula
3: I'm gonna get three dogs and I'm gonna name them Sizzles
2: Sizzle sizzles chops, chops.
3: And spats. I like it. And no I one like will it. know what they're named after but us.
2: Yeah. And you just and feed gonna, them Jersey yeah. Mike subs.
3: Right. I'm gonna take them into every Jersey Mike's I could mm-hmm. find and say, We want the dog food, please. Yeah,
2: we'd like three dog food subs.
3: <laughs> I just don- we want we came here for dog food.
2: Yes. Three uh, three <laughs> large dog foods. <laughs> My dogs would like to go behind the counter and watch.
3: Like Danny DeVito?
2: Yeah, like like Danny DeVito did.
3: My dogs brought their own chair. When and then the I f- have like a beach chair that I got from Dwayne Reed 10 minutes earlier.
2: What if I went into Jersey Mike's <laughs> with a chair and I started performing that commercial <laughs> In a a random Jersey Mike's I'm just like, every time you go to Jersey Mike's (laughs) and order a hot zone I'm dragging a chair across the And they're just like, what are you doing?
3: You're like, I saw a commercial for this Kind of behavior The
1: sizzling, the chopping,
3: the
2: spatula
3: It's
1: almost like he was gonna say something Else
2: Oh no, that feels like That feels like a, a Bum note in a commercial that that's The compromise and they're that they came out with where they're probably throwing a million lines at them, and then they just Frankenstein that thing together at the end.
1: Yeah, none I of like, the words have anything to do with the the like yeah. substance of the food itself. It's all no. sort of incidental.
3: It also makes it seem like Danny DeVito is describing a ritual that we're all familiar with—the way that mm-hmm. you would say on Christmas morning: the pajamas, the unwrapping. Yeah. You order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's. It's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling,
0: the chopping, the spatula.
2: Yeah, that's all that's all speaking of chopping, that is all chopped together. Um
3: it,
1: but Brad, do you know
3: what I mean? How it assumes yeah. familiarity, whereas there oh, is yeah, yeah, zero. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, uh, that might be what the uh the chair uh this is a little peek behind the curtain here, uh mm-hmm. World Audio Engineers. That might be what the chair is for. Because sometimes if I'm cutting things together from different parts of the episode, I'll try to find a little—not uh, necessarily for this show, but for other like shows—like
3: the sound of like nails on a blackboard. Uh, yeah, a sound effect yeah. to
1: sort of uh to to sort of hide the uh, the fact that it's two different cuts. Because sometimes sure. otherwise it's a little obvious. So you throw yeah. a little sound effect in there, and then and then yeah. it just sort yeah. of slides the, right into. You the next know
3: that episode that he, we did where it was the Kill Bill. It was like, yeah, uh-huh. the whole time. Yeah, that was because Brett was doing some. Some sizzling, some chopping, yeah. some spatula. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, that was, that's a way of of masking certain things, and I'm sure that's
1: right. Brett, have you ever been on the set of a commercial? Brett, oh, never, never. I've never been on the set of anything.
3: Really? You've I'm, been on a set of your music video?
1: Sure. I mean, like I I'm 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 only a forever dog guy. I never I, I haven't dipped even the smallest toe into the world of entertainment well, beyond this. Oh, way. you're going to love it. Very it's soon.
3: great. I yeah. I have no notes and also right now is the, the best time to a, be alive. It's
2: a real healthy
1: time to be in this industry.
3: What where, a great choice.
1: Yeah. I've never been on a red carpet. I've never been on a set. I've never been on. I've never been even, you know, I've never been as a, a anywhere near any of that. Can you picture
2: when Brett finally gets on a set and somebody has to get him headphones and they're just like, "Quick, get some cans for this guy."
3: I would die to I I see, see his go face. He'd the... be so happy. Yeah. I see his big blue eyes would pop, and he'd be so happy yeah. if he got his headphones. We go
2: over to like the sound guy who sits, and Brett, this sound guy on these sets, mm-hmm. they sit. Behind they have like a little fancy electronic super cart that you has all it. their stuff on it. That sounds amazing. They listen to it, they make sure it sounds right, and then they start watching sports on a little TV on their I thing bet, for the rest I of the day. Bre-
3: this is my this is what I think Brett on a set looks like. He goes, he goes, he looks like he regards craft services. He like surveys it so he knows what's there. we will mm-hmm. come back in a he'll come back later, but he just wants to know. And then he goes to the sound guy, and the he and the sound guy look at each other, and he like points to the sound guy, and he points to himself, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you and me, mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. And then he sits in one of the chairs.
2: You just picture him sitting in a chair, the one of the director those chairs, tall
3: director chairs. Yeah, watching the monitor.
2: You picture him floating over to craft service and just grabbing a granola right bar, for the
3: cake, go right, go right for the cake. Yeah.
2: If you go to craft service, Brett, stick a granola bar in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Don't eat it then. That's a way it's wasted calories. Good idea. Eat that one later. Got it. They got cake. Oh
3: wow. You know what's a really good little snack?
2: Sandwiches. A
3: what's little a? styrofoam bowl full of like Hershey kisses or like wrapped oh, candy. Yeah. And, a, and a and a like a cup of tea.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like a tall like a big old cup of tea.
2: Yeah, that's classy. That's like classy on a set when you have a tea and a, and a very austere cup filled with candy.
1: Is everyone yes. just constantly lethargic on these sets? I mean, that's a lot of... Yes! Do you why? Yes, they are. Yes! It's funny that you would ask that.
3: It's one of the only jobs... Well, maybe not one of the only jobs. It's It is a job in which, before you even start... You ask, when can we leave? You're,
2: yeah, when are we out of here?
3: You're already f- trying to figure out when it ends before it even begins.
2: Yeah, you're trying to cut corners. Immediately trying to cut corners and do anything to not be there.
3: Now, being on a porno set. No, I've never been on a porno set. Yeah. That I know of.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like it when people are like, I, I don't do. have any children that
3: I know,
2: I know of? of? Yeah. Although
3: I guess that guy, what's his name, is like the opposite. Herschel.
2: Walker. Yeah. <laughs> He's the best. Oh, God. He's the absolute best. I and can. he.
3: Well, you you voted for him, right?
2: Look, God bless Georgia. That's okay. But this dude, it should not even... What
1: is going on here where that's a dead heat? Well, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's nothing... On the one hand, it's nothing new. You, you, you throw a rock in Georgia, you're bound to hit a, a shitty politician. But, um... Yeah, he is uh he is uniquely bad. Um I, I think it's just, you know, he uh, he won a national title for the University of Georgia in 1980 and then he got Trump's endorsement in in 2021 or whatever it was and and for some people that's uh that's all they need to know. Is those two things. They don't care what happened uh in, in the in the in between years. Uh and uh, or who he is or any of that uh and uh, you know, even if they did care about that stuff, they probably like that stuff too. So who knows? <laughs>
3: Trump endorsing him to me always like, it's like enforces that idea that he likes sports. And I don't believe that he does.
2: No, Trump doesn't like sports. He likes going to sporting events and being seen at them.
3: Right. And I think he likes people who like sports, but that guy only watches the news. Like he only watches what he could possibly be on.
2: Yeah. 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 If Herschel Walker gets in Georgia,
3: I think Herschel Gordon Lewis would be a better. I'd choice. rather vote
2: for Herschel Gordon Lewis, with his blood
3: and gore,
2: and his gore the the Godfather of Gore or whatever he was called. Um, I like that Herschel Herschel Lewis actually took a play from my Herschel Walker took a play from my book. What's that? Which is to say. I'm stupid.
3: He said that?
2: Yeah. He literally before debate he's like, "Well, I'm pretty stupid." Like he's trying to lower expectations, but he said I'm pretty stupid.
3: It's like oh, God. Yeah, he's going to clean that's my fair. clock. I'm
2: pretty stupid. Ugh. Yeah.
3: I love it. I'm going I'm I saying Herschel Walker for the win. Dr. Oz for the mm-hmm. win.
2: Yeah. I hope then it just is like Celebrity Apprentice. Then the government
3: looks it's like exactly Celebrity like Apprentice. It's exactly. Cuz like Don't you drag Jimmy JJ Walker into this?
1: Yeah, or Tom Green. I think George is going to do the right thing on this. I think I think it's going to be Warnock all the way.
3: I hope so cuz if they don't then I think the B52 should just pull their farewell tour mid tour. Yeah. Punish, punish everybody. I agree. You know what? You're not allowed to dance around a rock lobster live you have to listen to the recording mm-hmm. like everyone else.
2: Brett, you got any more clips Oh, for us? do I?
1: Speaking of uh, sound effects, which is something we were speaking of uh, a while back, um... Uh, our pal Sharon sent in this um, uh, uh, video of a uh, Hanna-Barbera sound effects library. I think this is mm. some some highlights from the Hanna-Barbera sound effects library. Just want to see if there's anything on here we might be able to incorporate into a double threat soundboard. You know, anything here we might be able to borrow. Okay. Um, let's just take a listen to some of these. They always have the one where great gazoo appears. <laughs> Which was used to great effect, uh, Tom, by you in our in our yeah. uh, w- uh, last uh, Woody Allen Like Baldwin That's episode. That's correct. That's correct.
3: Oh gosh, yes. Well, well that you one's too iconic. We all know what ex- that means.
0: Yeah. Sound effects time.
2: <laughs> it's one of these that late era Fred Flintstones.
3: I think that was the guy who Fred Flintstone. Hello, sound lovers.
2: It's your old pal, Fred Flintstone, here to introduce you to the Hanna Barbera Sound Effects Library, distributed exclusively by Sound Ideas. <laughs> sound Ideas is the world's leading producer of it's sound me effects. A headache. And Hanna Barbera <laughs> is the
3: king of cartoons for TV. Together. Brett, can we get this Damn. guy to do the ad reads? Yeah. Please. Everybody I think you don't do a great job, Flintstone. but I think this guy doing the ad reads with that those sound effects in the yeah. background is is something.
1: Alright, well I just want him to work, so if this would be a better option, I can certainly uh yeah, I can certainly reach out to him. This collection includes more than twenty two hundred effects, and they're all on four jam
3: pad compact discs for easy use. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is this is insane making. Some of these making. effects date back to the Stone Age.
1: Well, as far back as the 1930s, anyway. But the sound quality is anything but
0: prehistoric. Minute, <laughs> Toss, just- I'm, I'm
2: so close to throwing up. This is the did first you hear time what audio. Just did? What did he do?
3: He just played Little Lord Fauntleroy, saying, "Well, well, that was a long time ago, wasn't it?" After Over he said all the of '30s this chaos,
1: is after the '30s. I wanted to sneak in there to see if it would sort of play seamlessly with all those other sound it, effects. It,
3: you are messing with our our precious yeah. brains.
2: I gotta say this, Brett, and You're not gonna like this. Oh. <laughs> You've got to go one month without mentioning Little
1: Lord Fauntleroy on nah. the show.
0: <laughs>
3: Which month, though,
1: you can choose. Yeah. Pick the I month. I can choose the month? Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, you, December gonna... 2056. There you then. Go. <laughs> I love it.
3: That includes Christmas, just so you know.
1: Damn it. Mm-hmm. What's the odds I'm still alive? Ooh, not good. 2056, not you'll good. be around. Not <laughs>
3: around. good, buddy. Not <laughs> so good. Not so good. <laughs> You're
1: going to be around. I'll probably still be kicking.
2: Thirty years from now, of course you will.
3: Yeah. Kick in the bucket.
2: I'll be gone.
3: <laughs> no. I'll be long dead.
2: I'll be long gone. Let's everyone pred- say the year that you think you die. Okay.
3: On the count, of, on the count of three.
2: Okay. One. One. Two. two three. three. Twenty twenty, 20, 20. seven. <laughs> 2021, you think you died a year ago? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's a new wrinkle. Ooh. That's an uh, M. Night Shyamalan level twist on that one.
1: So you said 2027, Brent? I said 2057, implying 2057. that it was the lack of Lord Fauntleroy that killed me. Sure. Okay.
3: <laughs> lack of funds. Yeah. Lack of Fauntleroy.
2: Yeah, and I said 2024. means I got... Two more to go. Hey, let's live them up then. Yeah, I'm. What do you think I'm doing right now, buddy? Living <laughs> it up.
3: La Vida Loca.
2: I am living La Vida Loca.
3: What are the lyrics? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Can you pull the lyrics to La Vida Loca, please?
2: Yeah, Appley. Let's just read them.
3: That Hanna Barbera library is insane. Making I can't yeah. believe Sharon got through. Um, listening to that whole thing because. Seems like one of those situations where they would play death metal to like get terrorists out of their houses Mm -hmm. back in the '80s. Mm -hmm. They're like, we gotta get these, we gotta get these guys out of their houses. Like,
2: okay, here we go. All
3: right, here comes.
2: This is the craziest thing.
3: She's into superstitions,
1: black cats cats and and voodoo voodoo dolls. dolls.
3: I feel a premonition. That girl's gonna make me fall. Your turn.
2: She's in Tom. she's into new sensations, new she's kicks. She's into new sensations. Yeah. <laughs> she's into new sensations, new kicks in the candlelight. She's got a new addiction for every day and night.
3: She <laughs> she's like, now I like Fentanyl.
2: Yeah, no, this is a troubled person.
3: Now I like food. Now I like sex. Now I like gambling.
2: I like gambling. Sports betting.
3: She'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. She'll make you live her crazy life, but she'll take away your pain. Like a bullet to your brain! Come on! This song is bonkers. Upside, inside, out. She's living the vida loca. She'll push and pull you down. Live in La Vida Loca.
2: Come on. Live in La Vida Loca. Come on. She's Woke living up La Vida in Loca. In New
3: York City, in a funky cheap hotel. She took my heart and she took my money. She must have slipped me a sleeping pill. This oh woman God. is a psycho.
2: In a funky <laughs> cheap hotel.
3: Also, it's funny when people in the movies go, she's a psycho. <laughs> so why aren't you calling her back? Because she's a psycho.
2: <laughs> well, Julie, I just want to tell you a little more about her. She never drinks the water. What? And makes you order French champagne. Once you've had a taste of her, you'll never be the same. Yeah. She'll make you go insane. Come on. (laughs) Where are we
3: going? Come on. I'll bet Jim Morrison would have liked these lyrics a lot.
2: Yeah, just picture him like, upside, inside, (laughs) out. She's living la vida loca. She'll push and pull you (laughs) down. <laughs> these are actually. These might have as well have been written by Jim Morrison.
3: They really seem like Jim Morrison. Like yeah. her lips are devil red, and her skin's the color mocha. Jim Morrison would be like, "That's good."
2: These are Jim Morrison lyrics. These are this Jim is Morrison crazy.
3: lyrics. It's a Jim Morrison song.
2: Yeah, this would have been on she, his first solo album if he stayed she'll alive. She'll
3: make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. Yeah, it could use some of that. The Doors keyboards. She'll make yeah. you live her crazy life, but she'll take away your pain.
2: Like a bullet, like a to bullet,
3: the... bullet to your brain.
0: Yeah.
2: Upside inside out, she's living la vida loca. She'll push she'll and, push push and pull you, pull you down.
3: down. She'll la vida yeah. loca Loka. Come on! <laughs> yeah. yeah! Living la
2: vida loca She'll make, make you, you take, take your clothes off
0: And
3: go, go dancing, dancing in, in the rain She'll make you live her crazy life But she'll take away your pain
2: Like a bullet to your brain. Come (laughs) on. This is
3: upside inside inside out. (laughs) Where are you out? Living la vida loca. This is amazing. Woke up in a funky, cheap hotel.
2: Funky, cheap hotel. Hey, uh.
3: So <laughs> a hotel she woke up at, the Hotel Morrison. Yeah. The Morrison Hotel.
2: And you know all those funky, cheap hotels in New York?
3: Oh, we got a million of them. They may yeah. as well be pigeons. Yeah.
2: They only cost $300 a night.
3: Yeah. A funky hotel. You mean yeah. the ace? <laughs> yeah. One of those hotels with a, a record player in your room.
2: Yeah. A re- I love those hotels where it's just like, here's a record player in the room and here's a, a Fleet Foxes album. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> listen to Fleet Foxes. Well, <laughs> it's the only like, record you... in the room.
3: You're like, why do you think I'm here? Yeah.
2: To listen to what a is... freaking Fleet Foxes album on vinyl on this cheap just... Crosley turntable.
3: Just charge me seventy five dollars for a hamburger and yeah. make sure that the shower is hot. It's also
2: the worst turntable on earth, and they're just like, yeah, it's so cool. We've got records, it's like, no, this is terrible. of an AM radio in the room.
3: Can't imagine the fits. Fit. Like someone having a flight of fancy, being like, I think I'm gonna put that put that record Put father john because then they will also have a couple vintage ones Mm -hmm. yeah i'll have like fleetwood mac or something yeah right Hmm. yeah perhaps i shall treat myself to the chain while my bath fills up
2: i've never heard the chain on the worst turntable (laughs) on
3: earth it's like the fisher like fisher price speakers are better quality than this thing and then you're like Okay, let's see. Because as soon as you check into a hotel, it's like, and we're off. How many charges can I incur just yeah. by existing? Yeah. I got to my hotel in LA, and it was literally like, and they're off. Like, Wi Fi, baby is auctioneer stuff. Wi Fi, do I hear Wi Fi?
2: Can I get some Wi Fi here? Do I hear 10? Do I hear $10 exactly. for the worst Wi Fi on earth? No, it's it's so funny. And those hotels when it's just like, what if the bed is 10 inches from the ground, the <laughs> yes. lowest bed you've ever seen in your life.
3: We're going camping.
2: Yeah, we're basically, you're basically on an air mattress. Yes. And there are um, cool things you put on the door like, just chilling. <laughs>
3: Where you can't tell which one means "do not disturb" and yeah, which like, one means "clean my room," yeah, or my, it would be yeah, like so, "yeah, peace," and then the other one would be like "love." And you're yeah. like, I just want to know that no yeah. one's gonna see me naked for I, the next hour.
2: I just need towels, okay? I please. I put peace on the door, and then they came in.
3: <laughs> they came in and they just started smacking me. <laughs> They came in yeah, and they beat me up with a spatula mm. with one of the Jersey Mike spatulas.
2: And then there's a fun basket filled with snacks. I like when they just have the basket right out on the counter where they're just like, we're going to rub all this stuff right in your face.
3: Well, that's the thing is that there's no like discretion and like a mini bar. So they're like, okay, how would you decorate your room? I know you'd have a turntable and some like taking up one of the only surfaces and then you'd have a snack display that takes up like, like a giant, like not even a basket, but like a tray where it's like, uh, this is exhibit smart food. I'd like to call yeah. to the attention yeah. of the jury.
2: Exactly. I mean, I now got to pay $35 cause I opened up a bag of the f- uh, famous anus cookies and I'm eating them. <laughs> right. What?
3: I like it when they, they, Mix in like some sexy stuff, they'll be like, Oh, yeah, Condom-. they'll be like, Condom, be really,
2: like, Here's some uh rubber johnnies. <laughs>
3: They're like, What's what you in the mood for? Snickers, Twix? lube,
2: <laughs> yes, a sheath.
3: Oh, my- Adam, I am just going about my biznatch.
2: Yeah. They'll
3: be like, Are you sure I can't? This <laughs> is such a stupid run. Yeah. Like, are you sure I can't tempt you with some? <laughs> I'm not saying I ever saw a... this at a mini bar, but like fig Newtons or a butt plug.
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs>
3: This hotel,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I'm here for one,
3: maybe two yeah. nights.
2: Yeah, how much time do you think I have in here? <laughs>
3: Are you sure I can't tempt you with some chips ahoy or nipple clamps? <laughs> oh my god what else did they have in my hotel room they had a yoga mat which seemed like a trick
2: as if anybody's gonna be like oh
3: yes i didn't know i was like if i unfurl this thing they're gonna charge me for like a yoga class somehow or something Mm -hmm. yep you have to be You have to be, like, not a million percent cheap when you're at a hotel, but you Mm -hmm. also have to be mindful of, like, not getting, you know, assaulted.
2: Yeah. No, there is that thing where you enter their reality and now suddenly you're just like, well, here's $3 for you. Here's $3 for you. And look, I'm not complaining about tipping, but they certainly have rigged the whole thing where everybody's got their hand out. Yes. Now, who would you tip in this? Say you pull into the hotel in your rental car. Yes. Someone helps. They open your door. They go, "Welcome to the hotel. Uh, are you checking <laughs> yes. in?" And then somebody else. You pop your trunk, and then they start taking a bag out. Who oh, who gets tipped? Because fir- sometimes it's like, it's like a multi per. It's like a multi person. Uh,
3: yeah, that's tricky. Yeah,
2: I would probably say the first person would get tipped. And would work that out with the other person. Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know. I'd be interested to see what people think. Brett, right. what do you think of that?
3: I will say always give a 20 to the person at the desk, no matter what.
2: Mm-hmm. Just st- after
3: the oh my god just just take care of thank you and you don't even need to say Mm -hmm. it that's what the money says you don't need to say take care of me while i'm here you just give them the money and then the rest yeah
1: to ensure proper service tips
3: right wait brett what who would you tip of those two guys oh
1: i would uh, remind me of the options run me through the options again real quick
3: they're both valets the first one opens the door for you the second takes the bag out of your trunk
1: First one opens the door. Second one takes the bag
2: uh You're pulling uh, into the hotel. They go, "Welcome." The, the door opens. They open the door for you. They greet you. I've only got one bill in this scenario. No, you have you have the money you have. This is not a this is not an either or thing. You could tip both of them.
1: I, I, if I'm being completely honest. I probably I, I think I probably tip bags. Okay. Oh,
3: I thought he was gonna say neither. Oh no, no, no,
1: no, no. no. I, I tip. No, I just no, no, yeah I... I just never uh you know I'm not Mr. Moneybag. I, I would love to be Mr. Moneybags walking through the lobby tipping everybody, you know. You can't mm-hmm. tip
3: two valets. I'm sorry. That's yeah. it's too much. It's too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm tipping bags. They need to
2: have their own infrastructure to distribute Tips.
3: What do you leave the cleaning um, staff?
2: Me, I leave uh, between f- uh, baseline <laughs> would be five a night, um, you know, but sometimes more. So
3: <laughs> I thought you were about to say like seventeen empty bags of famous anus oh, cookies.
2: Yeah, I leave them that. Yeah,
3: <laughs> in the garbage.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I I think the baseline. For me, it's five a night, and then I'll go a little above it if I'm there for, uh, any, like, You longer. put all the
3: towels in a pile? You put your linens in a pile? Oh, yeah.
2: I keep the rooms pretty ready. room's ready to go for them.
3: Yeah. Well, if you guys need to do laundry, you can come mm-hmm. over to my apartment yeah. and do laundry. Don't do the hotel, because the hotel laundry is the thing that is the most yeah. expensive thing
2: watch this God movie. forbid yeah. you ever no, have my, to do laundry. Oh my holy moly. No. $80 right there.
3: Oh my god, you are doomed yeah. if you need to do laundry in no. a hotel.
2: Biggest mistake of your life. Find somewhere else to go and go there. Just use dish
3: soap. Use yeah. dish soap or something.
2: Yeah. Or just find the dry cleaner. Yes. near the hotel because they are doing all of the guests at the hotel's laundry and they will turn it around like that cuz that's what they're used to doing yep they're used to guests going there and getting uh their laundry taken care because they don't want to pay 110 dollars for sure. one like one load of laundry yeah well julie i'm gonna say this speaking of tips i got a tip for everybody listening Ooh, nice double threat live october Brett 20th and 24 thank you so much october 20th october 21st new york city the bell house the 20th is sold out limited tickets for the 21st we're going to have posters on sale designed by Julia Vickerman Julie is going to bring her bespoke tie dye double thread shirts which as are as many
3: shirts as I can die
2: they are as unique and one of a kind and limited Incredible. as it's going to get as it gets it's truly a special occasion that you could get you could have an opportunity to buy one because Julie makes them and gives them to people yeah. who with love with, with love, love. they this is not usually a commercial endeavor but you can get double threat tie-dye shirts hand tie-dyed by Julie Klausner at the Bell House shows and October 21st that show will be will be
1: live streamed And people can get more information on that. Where, Brett? At a moment.co slash double threat or just click on the link in the show notes. It'll take you right there. You can get a ticket uh, for the live stream. Uh, And like we said, we'll also any any uh, merchandise doesn't get sold. The live shows we will put it available for the live stream Mm -hmm. ticket holders next. Uh, And you'll have access to that. I mean, we'd love for you to join us on the live stream that Friday night, but you'll have a week to watch it if you get that live stream. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we want to just make it available for as many people as possible. This is the last show of this of this uh, tour that we did this year. Um, And so we hope to see uh, 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 or we'll know we'll see packed houses in New York both nights. And then and then hopefully a lot of you can join us on the live stream as well.
2: And the shows, the shows themselves are amazing. Everybody talked about the L.A. show. Could not believe how much fun it was. We had the time of our lives doing it. It was a true thrill. One of the most entertaining things I've ever gotten a chance to be a part of was that live double threat show and, and every show
3: is going to be different and we're going to have so much fun together mm-hmm. and um, don't forget to dress up because it's Halloween huge Other lovers
2: don't forget to dress up Halloween we will have a um, little little contest for costumes. Little costume
3: contest on both nights so yeah. get your uh, get your get your costumes ready and we can't wait to see you.
2: Absolutely. It's going to be a real thrill, and we're looking forward to being in New York all together doing Double Threat Live for two nights. 20th, 21st, Bell House, one of the best places to see a show. Can't wait to see you there.
3: Are we
1: done? Oh, I think that's it. Um, Yeah, I think I think we're good. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it. Brett, we'll see you in New York. Oh, I can't wait! And let me give a quick shout out. We're speaking about hotels. I actually am not going to be staying in a hotel. I'm going to be crashing with my friend Joe. Uh, not the Joe from uh, here at Forever Dog. Another friend named Joe. He listens. My to dad? His, He listens. Not uh, Julie's dad either. Oh, a, okay. a third Joe. Uh, he is a uh, uh, fan of this podcast. Listens to this podcast. So thank you very much, Joe. Now can't I, wait to well, hang out look, with you, Brett. You just what you just did.
2: You just created a half hour of content that and, you chose on run. the show
3: hit and run
2: julie he chose okay. on the show okay. to do a plug for his, to friend. his friend joe his, who's his putting him his friend's apartment
3: up. his friend's apartment like it's like someone else could stay there
2: yeah like joe's apartment with the freaking cockroaches in it like that well, movie after
3: after brett <laughs> after brett eats in bed there might be some cockroaches
2: brett, in it you don't even realize the magnitude of what you just I did. I can't believe
3: what you you it was like when a superhero walks away from an explosion in the background. Yeah. Not a superhero, a cool guy in yeah. an action movie. Yeah. That's what he just did. He thanked <laughs> his friend Joe as a plug at the end of the show.
2: He literally Plug. And now it
3: shouldn't be the end of the show because we should disclose it, but we can't because we have to go. We, we have gotta to we go. Can't unpack Sorry, that I thought we were doing plugs and shout
1: outs. Did. Yeah.
3: No, we are doing plugs, Pugs. but it's weird to do a shout out for your friend that you're staying with because I don't see how that affects our listeners besides one. Joe.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, Hi Joe. There we go. See, look at that. There we go. That's a shout out.
2: I'm gonna say this right now. Everybody at the bell house,
1: don't let Joe in.
3: Joe's not allowed. Joe's not
1: allowed. He can't it. actually come to the shows. He's he's going to a wedding. All right. This is unbelievable. Hey I don't everybody! Know what I say. want to say, I'm completely...
2: I want to just give well, a say, uh, in New York. I will not be staying in a hotel, but <laughs> I will.
3: What is this show? What is the show? I don't even know the purpose of the end of the clips. Like... I don't know.
1: There was like a little lull. I, saw we're do- I thought we were doing. I thought we're doing shoutouts. I don't. Sorry. I'm, I want about... to <laughs>
3: give a shout out to my cat Jimmy yeah. for being really great. Yeah, mm-hmm. is, isn't
1: that fun? He yeah, is great. Yeah. yeah. Hey
2: Jimmy. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, to all the. Guys who look like Michael Chickless at the coffee bean I go to. (laughs) It's a shout out to them. It's great. It's fun. Yeah, it is. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Forever
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.